Welcome back to the Last Man Podcast, where we are bringing back real, authentic masculinity. Today, I'm here with my friend Chris. I'm back. What's up, cuz? Not much. You glad to be Not here? Much. Oh, so happy to be here. So, last time on the podcast, we talked about preparedness, which is your idea. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love it. Um, We talked a little bit about normal preparedness, you know, just like have a flashlight have some water, maybe have a change of clothes in your trunk just in case, you know, it rains or you crash or whatever. Then we talked about shit hitting the fan and, and the whole world ending. Yeah, brother, you got to be prepared. The government's coming after us. Yes, they are. Do you think they are? They're always coming after us. That's true. What do you think the likelihood is that another country, like, attacks the U.S.? I would say... Very unlikely. Yeah, I say maybe five percent. Yeah, I think the whole world would have to agree that they want to attack us in order yeah. for them to do. You I would know what say I mean? it's more likely that we'll just attack ourselves. Yeah, civil war. Mm-hmm. What do you, what would you say percentage wise in our lifetime the the likelihood of civil war? I must say must say 40%. 40% that there's yeah. a civil war in our mm-hmm. lifetime. I, yeah, I'd say around 30, 35. So. All right, we went deep real fast, guys. That was less than two minutes, and we're talking about civil war and the world ending. And, but this time we're going to talk about preparedness, the same topic, but in the scope of having a tribe. Um, last time we touched on the the importance of preparedness because we're we're men. It is our job to protect we're, it's our job to be responsible for the people that are um, under our authority, under our leadership, you know, our wives, our sisters, our moms, you know, we're supposed to protect our, our dads, you know, as they get mm-hmm. old, it's our, their job to pass the torch and we, we protect them, not only physically, not only financially, but in like times to come, right? Yep. So I think that we should talk a little bit about the tribe aspect of like, you cannot do it by yourself. There will be a day where you throw your back out Mm -hmm. where your ankle rolls. Yeah. You know, and you're going to need other men Mm -hmm. to step in and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard to fully prepare everything just by yourself. There's no way. Yeah. There's no possible way. Mm -hmm. Like you can have all of the food, all of the guns, a Mm -hmm. farm running, flawlessly and effortlessly with just you and your family Mm -hmm. and you break your leg yeah and then what yep you got a baby and a wife Mm -hmm. and a broken leg yep and cows that still need milking Mm -hmm. you know so let's talk about the tribe what are your first thoughts when it comes to the tribe the tribe i think what is a tribe it's a group of people that i think have similar views kind of lifestyle Mm -hmm. kind of the same goal slash mindset as you um that you connect with really well Mm -hmm. and that you build friendships with yeah that's good um looking it up on wikipedia while you Mm -hmm. talk to me you you said it but i'm going to use the definition yeah a tribe is a social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious, or blood ties with a common culture and dialect, typically having recognized leader 
indigenous like indigenous indian tribes mm-hmm. or tribes in africa or tribes in the middle east yep so that makes sense what you said people that have the same culture mm-hmm. beliefs and values yep speak the same language yep and have the same goals mm-hmm. i think that's pretty good so me and you i would consider you part of my tribe mm-hmm. we have the same beliefs yep we believe in yeshua hamashiach mm-hmm right yeah jesus the messiah yep we have the same values of liberty um classical liberalism Mm -hmm. yeah you know like just live and let live yep just don't come over here yeah right Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then i think we have the same goals and aspirations you know we really want to make our families prosper not just ourselves but also our communities Mm -hmm. and then spread the word of god yep yeah, grow his kingdom. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I think you hit it right on the nail. Right on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't we didn't talk about like we didn't plan what we we're gonna talk. We just kind of said this is our topic and we're just go with yeah. it. Um, let's talk about guns. Okay. That's something that we we both mm-hmm. really love. Yeah, we like I'm I'm like giddy. I feel like a little girl I'm talking <laughs> about ponies. Like oh my gosh, like guns. Yeah. All right. You don't have to talk about all of your guns. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to tell me how many you have or anything. Just for you guys that are new to gun culture, you don't ask people how many guns they have. That's not like a good question to ask. No. It's not part of the culture. Um, questions you can ask are things like, what do you recommend? Or what's your favorite gun? Mm-hmm. So I'll ask you, what's your favorite gun? My favorite gun is probably the AR I just built. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the reason we're talking about guns, because I guess we have to preface this. The reason we're going to talk about guns is because part of having a tribe is being able to protect your tribe. Mm-hmm. If you cannot protect your tribe, it will no longer be a tribe. Yep. Period. So we're just going to start there because we love guns. So mm-hmm. you just built an AR. What is it? And you you just used a regular terminology and then I'll break it down for everybody as we go. Use gun terminology? Yeah, use gun terminology. Okay. Because I don't believe in talking down, you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, it's... It, it's one of those black guns from da 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 da. You know, like just talking down to people. I, I'd rather black use guns it. matter. Black guns matter. That's what's up. I'm a black man. My gun matters. <laughs> um, but I believe in you say the terminology. Okay. And then we'll in, we'll inform. We'll educate yeah. our audience. Cool. Yeah. So start. Let's go tip to butt. Tip to butt. All right. I love it. So. <laughs> so. It's a it's a fourteen and a half inch barrel, mm-hmm. and legally to be a rifle, it has to be sixteen inches long. Yeah. So, a way to kind of get that sixteen inches without going longer than sixteen inches and adding more weight to the end of your gun, you can pin weld a muzzle device on the end of the barrel so it's fixated on that barrel. You can't move it. You can't take it off. So that's what I did. And that got me over 16 inches. So, so what what kind of muzzle device do you have? I have a I have a brake on it right now with a cage over the brake that mm-hmm. helps with uh, muzzle flash. Yep. So basically whenever you shoot a rifle, um, because it's an explosion within the chamber, f- literal fire comes out. You guys have seen a movie. You guys know how that goes. Like you see the flash. Uh, the muzzle device is what mitigates or lessens how much flash. Mm-hmm. So you have the cage on there to help it out. So then what kind of barrel, what kind of barrel do you have? I have a ballistic advantage barrel on it right now. It's, it's, it was kind of my, like a 
budget build that I wanted to build really mm-hmm. quickly and stuff. And they make really good barrels. They do. Mm-hmm. What twist rate is it? It's one in seven. Yeah. So one in uh, twist rate is one is one revolution and the seven represents how many inches it takes for the bullet to mm-hmm. spin. So the bullet will spin twice before it comes out of your yep. barrel. Okay. What kind of um, upper and lower receivers do you have? Uh, I've ballistic advantage. Whole thing's ballistic yeah. advantage. Mm-hmm. And the trigger? The trigger is a Geisley. It's a Geisley competition trigger. So, so it's, it's a single stage. It's a single stage and it's like a three and a half pound pole. Gotcha. It's and we'll, light. For, the, for the audience, we're going to get out of guns, but for the people that do like guns, they'll know exactly what mm-hmm. we're talking about. Geisley is the best trigger company out there. Yeah. Like that thing is crispy. Mm-hmm. I've, I've pulled it. Yeah. I haven't shot it yet, but I've got to pull the trigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your safety, is it ambi? Ambidextrous? Yep. Yeah, because I, I shoot lefty. See, that's weird. I don't, that's one thing that me and you, we've talked about a lot. You shoot lefty. What mm-hmm. what eye is dominant? My left eye. Oh, okay. See, my left eye is dominant, but I shoot righty mm. because I'm right-handed. I am right-handed as well. But you're also, you're switch-handed. Like, you can use both hands pretty well, mm-hmm. just in general. Yeah. I, yeah, I strictly shoot lefty. Mm-hmm. And then, um, that, what kind of stock do you have on it? Well, that'll be the butt. I've got a... I've got a B5. Oh, B5 systems? Systems. I think it's the SOP mod. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. It's clean. It's mine. I have a B5 on mine, but it's not as not as slim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yours is slim because you got like a really sleek setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of optic do you have or sight? I have the Vortex. I think it's the, the Razor. The Red Dot? It's not the Razor. It's the Spark. It's yeah. the Red Dot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. So for you guys that know guns, like that's a clean little cqb yeah that's like a little do it all mm-hmm. rifle and i i'll probably throw on a uh, magnifier on there just so i can identify targets that are further mm-hmm. out to yeah. to really know if i want to engage that target or not mm-hmm. so i guess i said do all but it that won't really do all no um i have a do all rifle it's not as tricked out Mm-hmm. as yours so my ar is and i'll just burn through this really quick so that the people that don't like guns yeah y'all can fast forward i guess but i have a iwi zion just stock right out the box it is a 16 inch i want to say one and eight twist so it's got that happy medium between mm-hmm. one and seven one and nine um it's got a thick heavy barrel yeah. which helps a lot with accuracy mm-hmm. and just lifetime of the barrel uh, it's got a pretty beefy 16 inch rail on it with just a regular a2 flash hider mm-hmm. um it has like a stock mill strike tr- mill spec trigger but it's a nice mm-hmm. like it's a crispy mill spec yeah. trigger uh it has the b5 systems grip and stock which are really really comfortable mm-hmm. um it's so abrasive which i like that if i if my hands are if i'm not wearing gloves if they're wet it'll yeah. still be grippy on my mm-hmm. hand that rifle will reach out a little farther than yours if i want to take deer mm-hmm. or whatever yeah i wouldn't really hunt deer more than 150 yards with mm-hmm. your rifle but i can push mine out to two three yeah if i if i had to you don't really have to do that here mm-hmm. because like where we live your shots are usually going to be within for sure 200 yard mm-hmm. range um okay so i ran through that real quick right and yeah. then i have a magpul sling mm-hmm. gotta have a sling yep so the reason we're talking about guns is because in your tribe you need to be able to protect your tribe mm-hmm. um not just yourself but your friend so like i would like and me and chris have talked about this like if we bought like a big piece of land together and put our houses on it, you know? Yep. Um, even if it's like we buy two that are right next to each other, if Chris is gone and my family's there, 
I'm looking to him. Like if something bad happened to him, I'm like, bro, would me and you are going to have hands. We're going to throw hands. We're going to have some words. Mm-hmm. If something bad happened to my family and you were around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I have, I've have friends that have even told me, you know, I, I'm just letting you know that if something happens to me, like I'm looking to you to take care of my wife and my kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bet. Yeah. I don't have a wife and kids, but like, you'll be the people that I'm looking for the same mm-hmm. reasons that doesn't, that doesn't start when I die. It starts now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you gotta, you gotta grow those relationships right now and mm-hmm. cultivate that friendship. Yeah. And, and that trust. I, I'm going to say this. I, we haven't talked about it, but I would, I guess I would assume that you would agree, but like if you were out of town on business and Carly was in a, a bind or a pickle mm-hmm. of any sort, I know that you could call me and yeah. you would be confident. Yeah. I would handle whatever it Definitely. is. Definitely. Mm-hmm. As if she was my very own sister. Yeah. You know, for sure. So like that's, that's tribe shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so you gotta have, you gotta have guys that you, you can, you feel comfortable with. Like this, this is, this is my litmus test. I don't have a wife, mm-hmm. but this is what I would say if I had one, the people in my tribe, the men in my tribe are men that I could leave my wife alone with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. Like if I'm like out of town and I'm like, Hey, she, she needs somebody to mm-hmm. come just stop by. Yeah. Or even then like if you wanted to stay at my house mm-hmm. and I'm like, Hey, I got to go. Yeah. You can still be here. Mm-hmm. That's like the, the level of like, yep. trust you need to have oh, with yeah. these people. For sure. What do you think about that? I love that. That's, I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Cause if, you don't trust them with your your wife alone, then there's you no, can't trust. There's them. no trust there at yeah, all. Yeah, there ain't no trust, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That, that's good. Yeah, yeah, there ain't no trust. Mm-hmm. You don't want that person around. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any people? You don't have to name them, but do you have any other people that you're like, I want them in my tribe? As far as like what we we're talking about, because we've talked about, hey, if something happens, something happened with my son, something happened with my mm-hmm. wife, like. And I need you to come to my house, kit it out. You could call me and I'll be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have anybody else that you know, like you feel in this community? Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. I think, th- I think there's, yeah, a couple. Mm-hmm. So I think that like for, for me and you, we should just start building that out. Like yeah. first with ourselves, just, okay, these are our values. I think we should write it all down. Mm-hmm. You kind of said that last time, like having the plan. Yeah. I say we should write down our, our values, mm-hmm. make sure we already know, but make sure that they're all lining up. Yeah. And then, like, once we get set with that, hey, we've both got all the things that we need to be prepared. We've got um, our our families are in line with this. Okay, now let's start bringing in people one at a time mm-hmm. that have the same values and would be willing to, like, share resources, share knowledge, experience. Yeah. You know, it's insurance, really. Definitely. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah. I, I think that is important because if you're not upfront about what your kind of beliefs and values are, how are you going to vet? Like mm-hmm. you said on the last podcast, how are you going to vet those people that you want to join your tribe? Yeah. If, if their values and beliefs don't line up with yours. Mm-hmm. That's good. So I, this is just a thought I had just like, we're talking we and you were hanging, right? Yeah. Um, for the audience, I'm like, man, I wish Chris would talk more. Cause Chris, Chris is really smart. Like he's super smart. He's one of those people that like he's so humble that he never really lets you see how smart he is. And he doesn't talk a lot whenever it's just like this kind of setting. Yeah. Next time we do the podcast with him, I want to do it at night because it's like the middle of the day right now. 
I want to do it on like a Friday with you. Mm-hmm. And we'll like get a couple of drinks in you. <laughs> and then you'll start talking to everybody. <laughs> you sound even smarter whenever you got two drinks. That's, yeah. the, that's the limit. Two drinks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just give me some. Just give me two old fashions and I'm good to go. It's a wrap, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we talked about vetting them. What are some other aspects of tribe that you think are important? Because me and you talk about this, but we never really have like dove into it. We just kind of talk about it in passing. I think like kind of diversify. So like mm-hmm. having people who know s- s- other things than what you know. Mm-hmm. So like you know how to work on cars. I mm-hmm. didn't really don't know how to work on cars. Yeah. So like having someone that knows those things. Or... You were in communications in the military. Mm-hmm. You know way more yeah. than I do about that. Computers, yeah. IT, for comms. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. Yeah. That's a good start, honestly, mm-hmm. just because those are two things that you need. Yeah. If, if my, I, I recommend that everyone and me and Chris have talked about this, have like an older vehicle, you know, nineties mm-hmm. and earlier, because like for my truck, there's not a whole lot of computer stuff on it. Like yeah. if something breaks, I reach in and mm-hmm. take the part out, bring it to AutoZone and then put it back in. Yeah. And like for for it i know nothing <laughs> i know that i could call you and be like well, yeah. can you help me please uh, for sure <laughs> that's good that's yeah. a really good point um it's good to have the most important person i think that every tribe needs is a medic mm-hmm. definitely a nurse mm-hmm. a pa a doctor yeah. literally anybody that's learned mm-hmm. in in medical and you can learn everyone should learn it but there should be mm-hmm. one at least at least one specialist in yeah that. for sure yeah definitely that's good i like that what else so diversify you need to have the same. Well, you need to have the same values and then diversify your skill sets. Mm-hmm. Um, accountability. Yeah, I think that's really important. Me and you are accountability partners in every mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, like we can talk about anything. Mm-hmm. So like that goes back to the trust thing. Yep. Um, even before we started the podcast, Chris and I were talking. Like we we both want to make sure that we're getting out of debt. That's mm-hmm. part of our like values. Yeah. And Chris will ask me like, so like you making any more money? Like, how's your job going? Mm-hmm. Here's a new opportunity. Yeah. Like all the time. And for me, I'm like, hey, Chris, stop buying shit. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, I think it helps because mm-hmm. one week I'll say, hey, hey, Chris, stop buying shit. He's like, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then next week he's like, hey, I paid off this much of my credit. I'm like, dang, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, keep it going. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of tribe accountability. For sure. What do you think? I think, yeah, I think that's really important because I feel like if you're not willing to, um, put the friendship on the line and Mm. tell people like what needs to be said, then they should not be in your tribe. And and maybe you got to look at yourself too, to kind of be like, all right, I know if I say what needs to be said, like they'll respect that and they won't get offended or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Chris, that's man shit. Yeah. I did not expect that to be the next (laughs) thing that you said, but that is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I was actually talking to somebody. I talked to my dad today about mm-hmm. this. Um, we have a friend that is very overweight. Yep. And there's no judgment, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, I care about you. Yeah. Enough to put our friendship on the line. Definitely. And tell you what's up. Mm-hmm. So like what you just said. Is yeah. Like, hey, dude, you're overweight. Mm-hmm. Do you care about your family? Because I do. Yeah. I care about your family enough mm-hmm. to tell you this. And that could be that could end your friendship. Yeah, definitely. But like you said, there's trust. That's really that'll preach. Mm-hmm. Come on, you want to take up an offering for your credit <laughs> cards? <laughs> Come on now. Come on, Jesus. 
but yeah, that's good. Um, what else? What are some other aspects of tribe? Um, hmm. Do they have to live close to you? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I would agree. I think you can have, I guess, I wouldn't call it a tribe in that sense, but you can have close friends that fit your checklist of being in your tribe that live far away, but Mm -hmm. they can't be in the tribe because if something happens like, and they're far away, they're not coming. They're not support. Mm -mm. Um, That, that really breaks my heart. Like you're so right. Mm -hmm. It just breaks my heart because I have friends like, uh, I have two that kind of mind, three that kind of mind right away. Like I have a friend named Dawson, like yeah. we've talked about. Mm-hmm. He's been on the podcast. Taylor, um, who hasn't been on yet, he will. And my friend Tiger as yeah. well. And one lives in Utah, one lives in Dallas, one lives in Amarillo. Mm-hmm. Like they all live super far. Yeah. And I think about like times to come and just, I know that hard times are coming. Mm-hmm. Does that mean the wor- end of the world? No, but it definitely means hard times. Yeah, for because sure. Like if, if you can't see that just based on our economy, if you haven't done any kind of like research and history hard times are coming mm-hmm. like covid was nothing yeah compared to like what's coming i don't mean like another virus i just mm-hmm. mean like the economy yeah. and people freaking out mm-hmm. and rioting and stuff yeah right yep and i just think like dang like dawson lives 17 he lives 21 hours away mm-hmm. from me tiger lives 17 yeah um taylor lives 23 hours away and mm-hmm. i'm just like oh my gosh like yeah I, I care for them so much. I wish they were here so they mm-hmm. could be part of the tribe. For sure. You know, they're definitely family, yeah. but they're not the tribe. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're definitely right about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, heartbreak. I know it sucks. Because mm-hmm. you have family up in front and friends in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You live in North Carolina. Like, I know. That's a long way. It is. Yeah. 13 hours. Mm-hmm. So I guess, go ahead, go ahead. No. I guess I that know. like something that comes to my mind is, I guess a, some encouragement you can have a tribe that's not necessarily your blood relatives and i think it's important to have that if you live somewhere that's not close to your friends or family build a tribe you need them Mm -hmm. like it's necessary definitely you need that support Mm -hmm. okay so now that we've talked a little bit more practical let's get back into guns okay (laughs) we're just gonna keep going back to guns Mm -hmm. so um part of being prepared um i think is like you said diversifying the skill sets so i heard this guy I think about like Amish people. Mm-hmm. Um, Amish people are the ultimate Americans, truly. Yeah, like, I really believe that. Like mm-hmm. they have their firearms. They don't. I don't even think they pay taxes. A lot of them. And you know what? You know how they got away with that? They just stopped paying. Mm. It's because they're off the grid, dude. All of them. They yeah. all just were like, mm-hmm. no. Like in certain areas, they uh-huh. do, but they're just like, no, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And they're, I mean, they're amazing craftsmen. They're the too. best craftsmen mm-hmm. in America. Yep. Hands down. Oh, yeah. Anything they need, they make it themselves. Exactly. Do you know what a barn, like a barn raising is? Mm-hmm. Yep. Where all of the Amish people in the whole community yeah. build one huge barn in a day. Mm-hmm. All the men that are capable come. Yep. And the reason I said that was because they all come and hypothetically, and they take their tool belt and all of them have the same thing mm-hmm. set up the same way mm-hmm. on their tool belt. Mm-hmm. So that like, let's say they reach down with their left hand and the nail bag and it's empty. They can just reach over with their right hand to their their partner's left pocket. Yeah, take some nails out and boom, they're they're mm-hmm. right back at it. No no moment lost. Yeah, right. I think the same thing goes with um, how you set up your things mm-hmm. with your tribe. So, for instance, like I would prefer 
if like whenever we build our, our houses and such, hopefully we do live really close. You don't have to live right next to each other, but yeah. close enough. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Hey, like how does your solar system work? Yeah. How does your, how does your water system work? Mm -hmm. Like that way, if something happens, like you can, you can help me. Yeah, definitely. At least to know, mm -hmm. even if it's not exactly the same, like we both know how yeah. it works. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when it comes to the guns, right. Yeah. So we all, we, we both decided already mm -hmm. that like, we're going to run the same type of weapon. Yeah. Right. So like you run an AR-15, which mm -hmm. is 5.56 P mm -hmm. mags yep. or equivalent. Yep. And I run the same. Mm -hmm. We don't have the same exact gun. Correct. But it runs the same. Yep. What do you think about that before I, I go to the next thing? That's a great idea. Okay. Mm -hmm. So sure. um, as far as loadout, yeah. now we're getting into the weeds. I'm sorry, y'all, but like this, this, we're just talking. We're yeah. So um, as far as loadout goes, how many mags does each person need? Magazines does each person need? At seven at least you think on your kit i would you say you can have more in in a in a bag for sure okay but i think you need to have six whether it's on your belt on your plate carrier mm. plus one in the gun in the gun okay i think okay okay sure what a, and like everybody should have a bag like a backpack oh yeah mm -hmm. so total loadout i'm talking about total how many mags hmm I mean, really, all you need is one pistol mag. No, sorry, sorry, need, sorry. You sorry. don't mean just, more just than one your just mag. your yeah, just your yeah. AR. So yeah. like with your bag and on your plate carrier, I would probably belt. throw like. I mean, ideally, if I had the space, maybe an extra like two hundred rounds in that backpack. So I say everyone needs at least fourteen mags, mm -hmm. seven mm -hmm. on your body at least, and seven in your mm -hmm. bag at least. That that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have one person in your, which is about 200 rounds. Yep. Yep. I would, and, um, I would say like, if you have somebody that runs DMR designated marksman mm -hmm. or like, you know, like a 308, 308, yep. They have to have all of their mags the mm -hmm. same and they need to give everyone in your tribe at least one mag to carry for them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So like if I'm running 308 as like a heavy Fire, yeah. like suppressive fire mm -hmm. or like a dmr yeah like i need to have my seven on my person mm -hmm. however many in my bag and then each person in the tribe let's say there's five other people i need to have a mag for each one of you that you carry for me yeah mm -hmm. isn't that fair yeah because it's like if, if we're all running five five six i can just throw you a mag at any point mm -hmm. you Definitely. can't do that if somebody's running no. 308 they're like yep. sol dude mm -hmm. done yep um how many i think everybody needs to have at least two tourniquets yeah at least at, at the very least. Mm -hmm. And I would say everyone has to run the same med kit. Yeah. The same exact med kit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the same spot on their body. Yeah. Definitely. Place where you can access it and a place where someone else can access yeah. it very easily. Tell tell our audience how that works. Like your med kit is for the med kit on your body is for who? Like So the that. med kit on your body is for you. Mm -hmm. So if someone else goes down, you're using their med kit on them. Yeah. That that's so smart. Because mm -hmm. it would suck to like Somebody goes down, you pull off your med kit, help them, you get shot. Yeah. And then someone comes up and they're like, oh, he doesn't have a med yeah. kit. Mm -hmm. You're For dead. Sure. Yeah. You're dead. Yep. Because um, everybody needs to have a way of poking holes. Mm -hmm. That's your gun. Yeah. And plugging plug holes. holes. That's your med kit mm -hmm. and, and your tourniquet and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. As far as pistols go. Yeah. What brand, what style, like, what do you say? that everybody needs to run. We've talked about this and I talked to one of my friends about it. He disagreed. So just tell me what you think. I mean, I only have, 
Right now I run a Glock. You have a Glock. I have a Glock too. Yeah, which I mean those things you can throw in the dirt, the mud, I don't care. They, they just will just running. run, which yeah. that's what you want. You want a pistol that will run no matter what. Yeah. So, um and that's easy to clean. There's not a lot of parts to a Glock. Mhm. Um they're really modular. Mhm. Yeah. I just don't effing like them. Yeah. I mean it is what it, it is. It takes a while to break in that trigger, and even though, even then, the triggers on Glock suck. Shitty, dude. Mm-hmm. But um, we've talked about switching away from that and mm-hmm. and going to Canic, Canic yeah. mm-hmm. just because it's so. It is very modular. Canic is in like it's already optics ready mm-hmm. on most of their, which means that you can put like a red dot sight mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I think they're they make fantastic guns and they'll they'll run too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was talking to one of my friends the other day who I want to be part of our tribe, and uh, I told him about this. Like I brought it up, and I was like, "Yeah, we're talking about running Canics instead." And he bent up his face, and I'm like, "Dude, Canic is the best thing, the best bang for the buck on the market. It has the best out of the box trigger out of any gun for four hundred dollars." But he was like, "No, nah, man, I run Sig. Everything's custom," and I'm like whatever like sig, sig is dope mm-hmm. they're great but like their their magazines cost 50 for four magazines i could have bought a red dot site sig is good because it's a metal frame mm. i mean well, they do have some polymer frames but i don't like their polymer frame stuff no unless it's i mean for concealed carry yeah that's a different story but full size, full size yeah i don't like their polymer frame stuff the 220 is amazing but they're yeah it's um, cool but yeah but which Canic has a f- full frame metal mm-hmm. pistol. Yeah. I mean, they do it. They mm-hmm. do it all. So, yeah, we talked about guns. We talked about the people that, like, how to vet them and everything. Um, how do you, how, where do you think that, like, your, your wives come into play? Cause you're the one that's married. Like, where does your wife come into play as far as, like, the tribe goes? Um, well, for one, my wife's a teacher, so boom, skill set, diversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can teach kids, whether it's my kids, someone else's kids, anything like that, and we can teach kids too. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying we can't, um, but she's like learned in how to teach a child, mm-hmm. like the, the like the most effective yeah. way. And she's a woman; she's a mother. She, I mean. She's capable. She's I capable. I think that's a good word. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. a capable woman. Yeah. She's not just a woman. She's a exactly. capable woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually my dream, and I've told Carly this, that I make enough money. We, we, mm-hmm. we me and Chris, we, we're so much tribe members that we talk in terms of we a lot. Yeah. But um, it's my, my dream that we make enough money to where whenever I do have my place, my family, my farm, whatever, I can hire her full time mm-hmm. to teach my kids at my house yeah. along with your kids yes. or at your house you mm-hmm. know what i mean like yeah so that they still have that community aspect people that aren't just their mm-hmm. their family members but also like get a, t- a good teacher yeah teach them all the way up through yeah. high school like so much time them. is wasted at school so and much. you can literally learn the same amount of stuff in four hours probably three four hours in a day and you don't you don't always necessarily agree with what things are taught in schools these days so like you want to teach don't let the government raise your fucking kids yep that's not man shit mm-hmm. sorry just and like oh as, that just makes me so mad as parents too like at least for me i want to spend as much time as i can with my kids mm-hmm. and 
having them go to school for eight hours and not seeing them being involved like someone else is raising your kids for you exactly like, don't 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 do that i mean it's okay if you send them to school but like ask them what they learned talk to them about what they learned and stuff so you can kind of control what's going in all right all right i'm mad now i just got really upset because of what you said like mm -hmm. you're right it's okay but it's like the bare minimum sending your kid to school is the bare minimum of teaching them yeah and so like if you have to do that like man i get it mm -hmm. like, i really do yeah my dad worked five jobs to put me and my sister through private school yeah. and that's like not even you have no you don't even have to do that mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's... there's co-ops there's all mm -hmm. kinds of different uh, alternatives oh yeah and like look what the government is raising these kids to to learn dude mm -hmm. Like they're teaching them that they can be whatever they want. No, mm -hmm. children are not supposed to learn that they can be whatever they want. No, they're mm -hmm. supposed to learn what's right and wrong. Yeah. And then how to use their brain mm -hmm. so that when they're adults, they can decide that stuff. Yeah. Not as a child. Exactly. And mm -hmm. that's what the government does. When has the government ever done anything great? Never. Like great. I mean, yeah, I was going to say the Revolutionary War, but that wasn't even the government. That was the people. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah, anyway. So yeah, so like your wives, the wives bring capable wives bring that skill set mm -hmm. you know homemaking is a skill in of itself yeah but i think when it comes to the tribe like learning how to interact with other people mm -hmm. um within the tribe so like me and me and carly we've talked about this in the podcast like we've had our like spats but like i love her so dearly and i can i can tell that she loves me too yeah and i think that's important part of that is like that's part of, part of vetting as well is like your wives need to get along with these men because mm -hmm. not only do you have to trust them but like your wives have to trust them. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Oh, you made me mad. Sorry. <laughs> I went on a tangent. That's all right. I agree with you there. What else? I would, I would say, and like women can be involved in the firearms, stuff like that. I think they should at least learn. Oh, yeah. Like they should, they should be. Learn capable. if you feel comfortable around mm -hmm. a firearm. Because mm -hmm. in Ukraine, dude, I. This is, this is like another, I guess, wake up call to everybody that doesn't own a firearm. One, move to a state that allows firearms. You live in, if you live in America, do that. Like, and that allows 30 round magazines. Yeah. And all of the good things. Um, but in Ukraine, man, I saw videos of women oh, and old women too, mm -hmm. picking up AKs oh, yeah. being like, I'm going to, I'm going to defend my country for my grandkids mm -hmm. I'll, I'll lay my life down for yeah. my grandkids mm -hmm. and i'm like dude that's badass yeah i bet she was the coolest chick whenever she was young mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah um i think that's super important because it's my job to protect my wife and kids mm -hmm. right it's my wife's job to protect my kids yep like you next you next in mm -hmm. line you need to know how Definitely. to do this be capable is carly sure. capable we're we're getting there. Yeah, like she'll come to the shooting range with me, and she's comfortable around firearms. I've taught her how to safely handle them and shoot and all that stuff. That's that's man mm -hmm. stuff, dude. Yeah, you taught you're teaching her because mm -hmm. like being capable, it doesn't just happen one day. Yeah, and and she said the other day after we were shooting my pistol, she's like, "It's hard to hit the target with the pistol." Mm -hmm. She's like, "I can I can hit it with the rifle, but the pistol is hard." And it I is. was like, "Yeah, it is hard." Pistols are way harder than rifles. Mm -hmm. People don't understand that. They see it in the movies. They're like, "Oh, I could shoot a gun." At I could shoot hands. a gun. Yeah. yeah why are right. they? Why are they missing so much in the movie? Like, they ain't that far away. I'm like, you don't know. You don't know. It's funny. it's hard. I watch these guys on like we watch a lot of podcasts mm -hmm. and listen to a lot of podcasts with um 
former military, yep. your former military. And um, these guys that are in special forces and stuff, mm-hmm. they're like, dude, don't give me that shit pistol, dude. Like, I carry yeah. one extra mag. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather use my hands than yeah. a pistol in a in a gunfight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, where people have rifles, I'd literally rather use my hands. I was listening. And I believe that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to an extra ranger, and he's like, yeah, we didn't really shoot pistol at all when we were in the military. So he's like, when I got out of the military and, like, started shooting pistol, I was like, I, I suck. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a lot of practice. It does. Yeah. Like, like you said, why... Why have more ammo for pistol when you can just have an extra mag for the rifle? That's right. That's what mm-hmm. I think. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you're down to your pistol, oof. If you're down to your, if you're down to like only your pistol, like you're basically ready to die. And I get it. It is useful in in like say you had like a DMR or a long yeah, barreled sure. rifle that's hard to clear a house. Then yeah, obviously use your pistol. That forty five ACP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I carry a, a 320 or a shield with, oh, what's it called? Hornady Critical Duty and Critical Defense Ammo. My friend JD put me on. Mm-hmm. That stuff is deadly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yeah. So what else? Let's talk about the tribe. The tribe. We got like 20 more minutes. Mm-hmm. What else in the tribe? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to have a space for the tribe Mm -hmm. what does that mean like a plot of land or something yeah whether it's i don't know it could even be your house you could just not be on a plot of land just your house Mm -hmm. um where if something does happen people can come to yeah i think that's important and i think being self-sustainable is very important um Mm -hmm. not relying on the grid like you've said um is you can be on yeah. Let me just add this. You, you can be on the grid. Mm-hmm. Like people, Definitely. people freak out. Like, oh, I'm off the grid. Like, yeah. no. it's like, yeah. But if just people talk about solar, oh man, everything's solar. Okay, well, it gets cloudy. Mm-hmm. It snows. Yeah, it can rain for a week at a time, and mm-hmm. your solar system won't work. So, like, everything that you have that's off grid, you need to have a backup for that. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you do solar, you actually you also have to have a gas or yeah. a propane generator. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to. Yeah. Um. But like it just makes sense to be on the grid mm-hmm. and then also have those things. Yeah. But right? maybe like have a couple vegetable plants growing yes. and stuff. Yes. Just something small, even if you don't have a lot of space. If you have a lot of space, maybe get chickens because mm-hmm. like eggs are crazy expensive nowadays. But think about like, you know, it's wild. Like the vegans, Joe Rogan was talking about this mm-hmm. on his podcast, how vegans won't eat like eggs. Yeah. And it's like, if, Chicken lays an egg every day, mm-hmm. whether it's fertilized or not. Like that's yeah. just free, perfectly packaged food that mm-hmm. lasts nine months. Yeah. Like if a, if a chicken lays an egg on the ground, it will last for nine months. You can eat it. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, you're right. So like having a place. Mm-hmm. So for us, we just mean at our houses. Yeah. Right now, that's all we got right mm-hmm. now. Um, I do have. This is the most lame excuse, and I can't rely on this, but like I do have family members that have a lot of land and I am 100% confident that I could go there mm-hmm. if something happened, but that's not enough. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's not enough at all. Yeah. That's good. I think let's talk about the, um, being a Christian and having a tribe. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it important? What are your initial thoughts or do you want me to go first? And then, you um, well, it's important to have community for one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and accountability partners that's that's huge yeah um and kind of like i said like having people in your tribe that you know you can go to and they're gonna tell you the truth and what needs to be said mm-hmm. um in love mm-hmm, definitely yeah. like you're not gonna lie to someone to make them feel better you're gonna tell them the truth so that they can be better mm. yeah that's good write that one down mm-hmm. that's really good um it's a mandate in the bible like it's not it's not an option yep it says forsake not the gathering together of the brethren like that's a command like do not forget to meet together that's tribe stuff and like we all have the same values and goals um i think that in the scope of preparedness it's important because like what if we're like hey man Hey, Chris, I got your back no matter what you can call me. And then we don't talk for like a year. So you you finally do call me and maybe I have lost that passion, mm-hmm. you know, for like protecting you or your yeah. family. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I still have the passion, but I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't even know you live now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's really important. Definitely. I think um, also like having a tribe to ask questions as you grow in your faith because we're all growing in our faith we're not perfect we're not at the point where we're like oh we've almost reached the top so i think being able to ask questions because someone might know something that you don't know and then you might know something that someone else doesn't know so i think having people to ask questions yeah that's good that that i really like what you said earlier about like the diversifying your skill sets Mm -hmm. that's really important in Christianity, because what does Paul say about it? He goes, we're all members of the same body. We're all body parts. And the eye can't do what the hand does. Mm -hmm. And the hand can't do what the mouth does. So we have to work together in order to operate fully. Right? Yep. And I think that's really good. Like that's, that's the tribe. That's why you can't, you can't, that I can't just go off into the street and be like, I'm going to do this by myself. Like, you know, it'll wither and die. And then the body is lacking because of that. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like as a Christian man with a tribe too, like a Bible study is great or like mm-hmm. a small group is, is super good. Um, whether you're reading through the Bible together or a book or a series that you're watching and stuff, I think growing together is important. Mm-hmm. Um, iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's yep. good. Hmm. I really like that definition. Let me, read, let me pull it up again. A social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious, or blood ties with a common culture and dialect, typically having a recognized leader. So we don't have like a recognized leader. There's two mm-hmm. or a tribe of two. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, two families. It's, yeah. I was going to say it's, it's, it's important, the family part in there, because like mm-hmm. you might have like, oh, your boys, your boys group, your guys group that you hang out with. And it's just the guys and stuff. But like the tribe is like, everybody's families mm-hmm. together it's, yeah i think the leadership concept is something that we'll have to get into when we get more mm-hmm. people um because with with the type of men that we are and the type of men that we surround ourselves with we could all 
we could all be the leader, mm-hmm. but we could. also all want to be the leader. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not because it's like a grasp at power, but it's be like, I know that mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to do it right. Yeah. Like that's what we all have in our heads. Yeah. So that's something that I think about sometimes. And I'm like, man, I also think that it would be good to have, and this is just what I think. I, I don't know. I could be wrong about this. And this is, we haven't talked about it. But yeah. Whenever we do start like adding people to our community, um, you could have like your, okay, this is our defense leader. If something mm-hmm. goes wrong, like we're looking to this person. Yeah. This is our like, almost like a government, you know, mm-hmm. like a theocracy. Like we follow the Lord together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we can, we'll go into our closet together as men and pray. Yep. And and we'll come out with a, a plan to mm-hmm. like the women and children. Yeah. And be like, okay, this is where we're going. We've, we've decided this. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to like, how do we handle water? Yeah. That's this person. Mm-hmm. How do Definitely. we handle like animals? Yeah. That's this. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably in my mind, the best way yeah. to structure it. What do you For think? For sure. Yeah. I think that's a good idea to kind of, divvy out power power and aspects because as a leader you're you're probably not an expert in all areas mm-hmm. so someone probably knows more than you in some areas so i think yeah. it is important to to divvy that out mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a, a bridge to cross another day yep but i think it's good to start talking about it mm-hmm. um so what would be your advice? Because we're still in like the, we've known each other for over a year now. It's crazy. It feels like so much longer. Mm-hmm. It feels like way longer. It, it does. Yeah. And like we met right before your son was born. Yep. And every time I see him, he's just a reminder of like, wow, like I met Chris before you were born. Mm-hmm. Like I've known, I've known you your whole life, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, in the time that we've built just becoming friends and like, who knows when we became a tribe, but it, it really mm-hmm. did happen. Yeah. One day it was like, oh, man, yeah. like I can trust Chris with my life. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, what would you say is like a good piece of advice to people who are like in a different state mm-hmm. or like, like both of us yeah, basically came here not knowing a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like I knew people be- from when I grew up, like I'm a different person and they're all different people, Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. then you came here from a different state. What would be your advice to people that who need to build a new tribe? Um, I f- think it's important to, like you said, vet people. And it's not necessarily about how many friendships you can build. Mm-hmm. It's how deep of a friendship can you build yeah. with, with somebody? Because it's important to build a deep relationship and deep friendship with one person versus having f- friendships with like 20 different people, but you're not super close with any of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're friends, but you're not deep with that person. Yeah. You don't trust them with your life. Exactly. So I think that's important. Don't try to overstretch mm-hmm. with good. a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I would totally agree with that. And I would also add, we spend time together. Mm-hmm. And it's not always, this is something like for for all men listening, but also for Christian men, that y'all just need to chill the freak out. Like these dudes that meet for small group and they're just like, we got to talk about the things of the Lord. It's like, if you love the Lord, he will naturally come up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Someone will ask a question and yeah, like open for, the door. for me and you, like we play golf together. We go to the lake together. We go to the gun store together. Mm-hmm. We just hang. Yeah. And like almost without fail, we're going to talk about the Lord, even if it's just something so small. Yeah. I'm like, dang, like I'm really appreciative that the Lord did this for me this mm-hmm. week or man, I'm struggling with this. Yeah. Because we trust each other. Like we build that trust over time. Definitely. But like we don't force it. 
Mm-hmm. We have our once a week men's group that like we, we facilitate, yep. we lead together. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like Chris is just a wellspring. I'm, I'm a wellspring of knowledge. Chris is a wellspring of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like I would definitely say that that's our, mm-hmm. we, we do well together that yeah. way. And, um, and we have that intentional time of like, we're, we're going to be talking about the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to be bringing in the Lord intentionally and spending time with him. But we also just chill together. Yeah. I think that's important to just, mm-hmm. it's not always work. You got to relax yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. Because I think about the people, cause I'm a pastor and you're a missionary mm-hmm. and you know, like in ministry, it is, it is taxing and tiring. Yep. And I have friends that I've met with in small groups before. Right. And I'm just like a member and I go to the small group and we're talking about all these deep things and people are just pouring out their hearts about every little thing and talking about what the Lord's doing in their life. And I have no relationship with them. I just know all this stuff about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with me and you and like people that I think that I've built the best friendships with, the thing that they all have in common is like, we just hang out and do life together mm-hmm. and just hang. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause in those, in those settings, you're not going to find like what their interests are. What are their hobbies? Like, what do they like to do in their free time? You're not going to find that out. Cause mm-hmm. you're, you're so deep talking about, the lord the stuff the stuff all the time mm-hmm. so it is important to just you know just relax do what do what you like to do for fun and and get to know that person yeah what what's your favorite because last time I mean i haven't listened to it mm-hmm. but last time you're on the podcast i think it was episode more than a friend mm-hmm. we talked about friendship yeah but uh that reminded me of that what what's your favorite thing that we do together like as boys i feel like wait before you answer i feel like you know Whenever like a parent picks up their kid, their son mm-hmm. after like a play day yeah. at school, and they're like, "Yeah, I play with Chad all uh-huh. day," and it's like they get giddy and excited. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that way when talking yeah. about this. I'm like, "Oh, these are my favorite things to do with Chris, my bestest friend." <laughs> my favorite thing is to sit around a fire pit and have a beer or two or a glass of rum, mm-hmm. maybe a cigar. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do with you. We do that a lot. Mm-hmm. That's like our number one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that too. Just because we, we sit there a lot of times and there'll be days where like I talk a lot mm-hmm. and there'll be days where you have two drinks and then you talk yeah. a lot. <laughs> I think and like we just let it naturally go. We've had the best conversation around the fire pit. And it's just, it's, it's usually when best. it's just me and you too. Yeah. Like if other people are there, it's dope because mm-hmm. like they're, they're getting, yeah, they're they're getting to just hang for sure, mm-hmm. um, and we're getting to know them and stuff. Yeah, but I'm more of a one on one person. Yeah, you you're good with groups, mm-hmm. but like I like one on one. Yeah, so like I like just sitting with yeah. you. And... I'll I talk more if it's one on one or like a small group. Like if it's a larger group, then I just kind of fade into the background. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun, but yeah, that's a good time. So I think that that's another aspect of like your tribe is. And we're we're not there yet, like I said. And we have our people that we've talked about. Okay, this person would be good. This person would be good. But um, everybody in the tribe needs to have that relationship with everybody in the tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like you don't need to be bestest friends with every person, but you need to. I would say, let's say we're gonna bring in. I was gonna say my dad, mm-hmm. just so that we don't yeah bring anybody else in. So like we're bringing my dad in, and it's like I have my relationship with him, and like you have to have your relationship yeah, with him for sure. He can't just be in because I brought him. Yeah. Definitely. You, you, I trust you enough to bring someone in, mm-hmm. but I don't trust you enough to just trust them. Yeah. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Like, 
that that's yep we'll get there one day mm-hmm. yeah but but yeah so yeah i think we did i think we did a good job of covering kind of like the concept mm-hmm. um if you want to learn about this stuff in practice a good person to listen to is john what's his last name lovell john lovell, lovell. Yep. yep it's the warrior, warrior poet society and that's just amazing mm-hmm. warrior poet yep that's that was king david mm-hmm. you know um, another great person, like I think the, actually the best person to listen to on YouTube um, about this is Bear Independent. Mm-hmm. I don't even know his real name. He just goes by Bear. Yeah. But Bear Independent talks about this very, very in depth and gives you practical, godly wisdom and advice. Yeah. Um, one of the the videos I sent to a couple of my friends, specifically Chris, uh, was about king shit warlord mm-hmm. shit that's what he said <laughs> about like this this is something a philosophy that i personally hold and i told chris about this maybe a year ago is like my goal is to have a gun for every one of my friends mm-hmm. and their wives yeah like an, an ar-15 mm-hmm. and like and a pistol on the side yeah you know two-piece carry out if you yeah. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and so the way i do that i think if, if oh yeah yeah this is some good advice let's just give them advice on guns because we did advice on prepared this last time for mm-hmm. like practical yeah Palmetto State Armory, mm-hmm. great place to buy a gun. Cheap. Cheap. And they run. Every time you pull the trigger, it's yep. going to go off. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a gun for like, what, 600 bucks. Cheaper than that if well, they're on sale. Yeah, if they're on sale. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, you know, get, oh, a yeah. good, get a good gun. Palmetto State Armory mm-hmm. is a great place. I would recommend that above, honestly, even better companies. Mm-hmm. Like they just do what they do the best. Yeah. Or sometimes like if you have a shooting range close to you, you can try out a gun and they'll sell those guns too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's smart. Cheaper than buying a brand new one. And I always recommend buying a used gun usually mm-hmm. because it, especially a pistol, because it's already kind of broken in for you. Yep. That's good. That's good advice. Okay. Never buy a used SIG though. Mm-hmm. Never. Because they test their products on their people, yep. on their customers. And that's just, yep. you have to buy a new SIG, mm-hmm. break it in. Yep. Um, what else? Start by training it doesn't matter how many guns mm-hmm. you have if you don't train yeah like i train i haven't been training as much as i would like to but i go into the woods i go to my grandpa's house and and you can train without i with shooting you, yep you can t- rounds you can do that. but I, mm-hmm. I go out with one mag that's full yep. and one mag that's empty mm-hmm. and i do transitions and it can take me 15 minutes yeah i got my reps in mm-hmm. definitely um body armor We're, level four plus only i don't agree with the way you think but Level four play. It has to be able to take any round to the chest. Multiple hit. We'll just leave it at that. Whatever. Because I'm coming with my 308, dude. And your level threes are just not stopping it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not. And if I run 308, I know somebody else out there does. But anyway, I digress. That's a conversation for another day. Um, Y'all tell me what you think. Level three or four plus? Is the weight worth it? Mine's not even. Mine's not low considered level three it's not even level three no it's above level three it's in between three and four yeah special mm. threat special threat is three in my opinion if it mm. can't stop 30 out it's six. a little better anyway sorry okay what else um yeah basics in- of a rifle you, you need some sort of oh, op- yeah. optic iron sights whatever mm-hmm. just get one gotta have a sling and a light that's just basics let me let me add to that that's that's correct. You need to have something to illuminate your target. Mm-hmm. You need to have something to retain your weapon to your mm-hmm. body, which is the sling. And then 
even if you have optics, I think you have to have iron sights. Yeah. Even if they're just cheap backup mm-hmm. ones because your op- optic can go out anytime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that these are really good practical things that every man can tangibly do. If you save up, if you're broke like me and you save up $50 a month, mm-hmm. after a while, you'll at the end of the year, you'll have enough to buy a Palmetto State Armory yep. gun. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, and then within the next the next month, you'll be able to buy a sling. The next month, yeah. you'll be able to buy an optic, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so that's tribe shit. Mm-hmm. Warlord shit, brother. When the world ends, then I will be prepared with my tribe, brother. Yeah? Definitely. Wait, give me your best brother voice. When the world ends. Let me hear it. Brother. <laughs> brother. Hey, brother. You got your level three place that I got my level my my three oh eight's gonna turn that into Swiss cheese, brother. Hey brother. But I yeah. got my six shooter on my hip. You got the six shooter, bro? Heck yeah. But anyway, thank you guys for joining the last man podcast where me and Chris here just kind of nerded out about guns. I hope that you learned at least one thing. Um get you a tribe. Anything you want to add, Chris? No. Tribes are important. That's right. Very important. That's good. So remember. To die on your feet before you live on your knees, brother. Amen, brother. Have a good one. Peace out, y'all.